Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. That's bad. 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 Go, go, child soldiers. <laughs> go, go, Dave and Thomas. <laughs> uh, we say welcome. Welcome. To That's what we do. <laughs> and we say our names. I'm, I'm one of the hosts, David Bell. I'm another host, Tom Ryman. Uh, and we, we thank our producer, Grumblebee. Thank you, Grumblebee. Grumblebee uh, tasked us with watching, um, uh, well... Bad adaptations, bad adaptations. <laughs> bad adaptations, yeah. Bad adaptations or adaptations. Bad adaptations. Adaptations of properties uh, where the the adaptation is considered bad. I think, right? That's the yeah. Premise. We did Ang Lee's Hulk. That's we right. did um, we did uh, the Last Airbender. That's right. Uh, we did. Okay. Yeah, and now we're doing the 2017 Power Power Rangers, and yeah, we're just talking about them. They're an adaptation of. Yeah, a comic, a, 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 a cartoon, a TV show, yeah. etc. cetera. Uh, and, and we're just talking about, did they work? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they're, they're famously bad ones. Uh, so, so was this a, was you this know, a f- usually the answer is no, it didn't work. Was this a famously bad one? I thought Power Rangers fans were into this. Well, here's what I'll say. Okay. I remember liking some of this when I first saw it. Uh, and I... I did <laughs> don't like it as much this time, but I remember, I remember being, and I think I know why and we'll get to it, but this is from an era where the bar was kind of low. Yeah. Uh, and so watching this, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They did some stuff. Uh, but now coming out of it, where, what, like, like 2017 feels miles away now because it's like movies have changed. Movies got more fun like this. If this was made today, yeah. It would be way more fun. And so watching it now, seeing like what is possible with stuff like this, it's like, man, this was a missed opportunity. It was. Um, this was I feel like this got produced in the wake of like the Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, where sort of everything Ninja was, Turtles. Yeah, where like everything was going for that Oh no, I I'm sorry, not Man of Steel. It would be the Nolan stuff, right? The Dark Knight stuff. So like Yeah. Everything is blue, gray tinted. Yeah, and, really and everything serious. is really serious and and really over long. Yeah. Like this movie so, this movie is thirty minutes too long. Yes, it is. And we'll get into that. I I, I, I we 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 gotta start with the question, what makes a good adaptation of Power Rangers? Okay. Tom, you you were a little too old for Power Rangers. I right? was not a Power Rangers fan. Um yeah, I was a little too old for it. I, I watched the first episode, uh I remember when it came out. Um I think I was in fourth grade. Fourth, right. or fourth or fifth grade, but like a couple of my friends were excited about it. You know, they'd been showing the promos all week on Fox Kids or whatever. So I watched it that Saturday morning, and I, yeah, I quickly realized that oh, this is too young for like this is not for me. Like uh, it's this, very yes. Uh, but my younger stepbrother was very much into it, so I was. He's like five years younger than me, five or six years younger than me. Right. Um, I was right on the line, mm-hmm. and so I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so, for a brief period, I feel like. So you were into Power Rangers. I, yeah, I, I. So this, I have no nostalgia for Power Rangers, mm-hmm. but I know that there was like a, at least a few years in elementary school where it was I aligned with it, and I would get up in the morning or whenever it was on, and I'd watch it, mm-hmm. and I had the toys. The toys were great, no matter if you were into them or not. Uh. I remember yeah, yeah. being excited for the movie coming out, mm-hmm. but I do remember the window being very brief, uh, or uh, rather, you know, like I was a little before you, so I was more on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, 
But I don't think you need to be into Power Rangers to kind of know what would make a good adaptation yeah, of Power Rangers. I just wanted to, uh, to say real quick that I have seen yeah. quite a bit of it because my stepbrother, my younger stepbrother, was uh, really into it. So I've seen all the toys. I've seen a, a lot of the episodes. Right. I think I've seen that movie, the 1995 one. I remember at the time thinking this is the best special effects I've ever seen. <laughs> And I would love to go back and, and revisit that. I mean, that. I think you'll probably still be into them because they're kind of like, you know, they do a lot of like puppets and, and practical weird shit on Power Rangers. That's true. Uh, and the yeah, movie in my memory is a lot of that. Yeah. Power Rangers is famously kind of a grift. Yeah. Uh, it was a Japanese show that I'm almost certain they just stole pieces. Well, not stole, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They just took pieces and they, they just filmed American kids. Yes. But all the Power Rangers scenes, including, I believe, Rita Repulsa, yes. uh, is from a different Japanese show. They're not speaking English and they just redubbed it uh, to make. And so, like, they're just hastily putting together these plots. I think. And every, every plot was basically the same. Yeah. Which is they have, they have like, a B story with the, them at high school. Uh, the bullies are bullies. Uh, the putties show up. They always have. They it always escalates. They the first fight. They're out of their outfits. The second fight. They get in the outfits. And sure enough, uh, the the baddie of the week. Yeah, Rita, Rita throws a monster creates, at him. They beat up the monster. Then he grows big. Then they grow big. And that's that's every yeah. episode. Yep. Uh, and it's it, yeah, it's a kaiju situation basically. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, I do, I, I want to say I feel like I feel like I read somewhere that after Power Rangers got kind of popular after like the first or second season, they started filming the yes. the Power Rangers stuff. Them like they it, they started making yeah, it themselves I mean, and integrating yeah. it into the show. And that's how we got like the movie. Yeah. And then Tommy the Green Ranger was a whole plot where he was, I believe, evil at first. He was. And then yeah. He, yeah. And so there's uh there's a lore there you know the putties are the 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 um foot soldiers basically the foot clan yeah and uh and rita repulsa is shredder and and they're the ninja turtles like that's pretty much it yeah <laughs> like there's much. space she's on the moon uh, <laughs> she is on the moon yeah i'm, I'm, I'm so bummed it doesn't get it she doesn't quite get to the moon in this movie uh, yeah she she's on her way she's on her way to the moon yeah <laughs> best part of the movie yeah I really expected I really expected her to land on the moon because I had forgotten about that. I just I I want to talk yeah. about this right now just because I, I it popped into my mind so I'm thinking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the very end when um he just backhands her off into space. Uh, Incredible. I, I had forgotten that she her base is on the moon until that moment. So as soon as they backhand her and she's flying up into space, I'm like, oh shit, is she just gonna land on the moon? <laughs> yeah. That would be incredible. And they didn't yeah. quite do it. No, but that is that's the <laughs> level of silliness that should have been in the whole thing. Yes. Them backhanding her to the moon is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just slaps her like a like a fucking fly. Yeah. And she goes she leaves the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so for some an adaptation of this like it should still be for kids, but it has to be firmly aware of the generation who's actually watching it. Right. Right. The, um, it's who are going so, to be adults now, but that have who have fond feelings towards Power Rangers. Yeah. But there should have been like a James Gunn-ness to it, which isn't to say James Gunn should have done this, but it should have been wild. You know what I mean? It should have been fucking out of control. Uh, it should have had more fun yeah. with the original... I think uh, like that's what a that's what a good Power Rangers would be. Right. I enjoy Brian Cranston as Zordon. Oh, God, uh, Gi- I would every single scene they show giant Cranston face on that wall. I laugh my fucking so ass funny. off. It is so funny. This giant yeah. Cranston face. Yeah. Because <laughs> again, it's stupid. Zordon in the original, it's not a spaceship. It is, I believe, a Jewish cultural center. That was also I. It was all in Los Angeles and was also in a episode of Star Trek, uh, D- I think Descent Part One and Two, the one where Data and Lore team up uh, because Lore has brainwashed Dana. Data doesn't matter. Uh, kind of matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a really cheesy show that 
you know, it, it was it. It was you know, it was it's, weird. It's a GI Joe. It was you know, weird too. That was the like it's very th- weird. Th- the weirdness of it, I think, is something that we don't talk about a lot. Like just how like how fucking strange. Every week they would have a new like Bebop and Rocksteady, but they were way stranger than anything they ever did on Ninja Turtles. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I think this movie is interesting. It has all of the things. You know, like oh, what- I wanted. To, yeah, I wanted to discuss that yeah. because I think the broad strokes of this movie are good. Right, it has all they, the they, stuff they, that you would want in a Power Rangers adaptation. Right, it's got. Yep. they got to be them in high school, so it's got the high school stuff. It's got to be them beating up putties. It's got that. It's got to have them in their Zords. It's got that. They got to get in the Megazord and get into a gigantic fight with a giant bad guy. It's got that. Yep. This isn't. This isn't a case of. The Last Airbender, where it's like, you fucked up the adaptation. Yeah. And I think this brings us into what the movie did wrong, because, pr- yeah, I'm sure we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. The problem isn't what's in the movie. It's when it's in the movie. Yes. Specifically, it takes 90 fucking minutes, I counted, for a Power Ranger to show up. Yes. It is the the it is the tone is it's like i can even forgive because we've talked about this the ninja turtles the gritty ninja turtles yeah uh they have th- those are like the second one gets on board the second one was like okay the we'll second one figured we it wrong. out yeah the second one was like oh let's just do the cartoon yeah and it still has that weird gritty tint but it's like i can forgive that if they make the 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 pacing actually good I would argue the characters, the actors. I mean, this has some fucking this is a, this is powerhouse. A, this actors. is a good cast. Like, I think everyone yeah. in this cast really works. Like, I think this movie has all the right elements, except for it's way too serious. Uh, yeah, it's too long. It it was sort of the the victim of of this era of blockbuster filmmaking, specifically as it relates to superheroes. That we were all still kind of riding that Dark Knight thing. So, like, everything had to be like serious and grounded, which is the last two things you ever want a power rangers movie to be your power rangers right like listen it's, to that name yeah it, it's wild that that's it's it's man yeah like i just <laughs> it's that's the biggest that's that's its problem I, that's right, its i, I want to talk more about that and how does it hold up of the actual look of it mm-hmm. but like to me the core is the fact that they spend just so much fucking time on no you're not ready yet and it's like they needed so if you if we want to talk pacing they needed them to become power rangers in the first 30 minutes yeah not the first 90 minutes first 30 minutes they needed to do something awesome in that like by the 30 minute mark yeah then i would say you take the the zoids uh, you introduce them about halfway through, but the Zoids are the actual payoff, right? You wait for the third act to get them in the Zoids. That's acceptable. Yeah, they and they do that, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but they basically this is so backloaded. Yeah, because and it, it has nothing to do with it as an adaptation. They just fucked it up. They, man, they spend so much fuck fucking time on the characters that by the. T- it's literally like 30 minutes left and it all the stuff happens. Yeah. They become Power Rangers. They barely fight putties in the suits. They get immediately into the Zoids. They're fighting a big bad guy within like all within the span of like 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's it's like they forgot that was the movie they were making and at the end they're like, "Oh shit, right, we're Power Rangers." Uh why I don't know why they would ever think that's a good idea. I don't know. That is such a bad idea. It's worse like at least the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles have them be Ninja Turtles yeah. early and have action scenes. Mm-hmm. Like what did they think people were watching this for? A a teen drama? It's a teen drama. For most that's of it. That's what yeah. it is. And the, the yeah. one of Obviously when you're when you're casting um teenagers, everybody's going to be oh, usually is no it's not in their teens anymore so it's like it, right. it's not it's not out of the you know you could point at the cast and kind of chuckle a little bit that everybody's in their 20s but uh the the Liu Kang the guy who plays the Black Ranger Zach um yeah. I, I he literally plays Liu Kang in the new Mortal Kombat movie um I he's he was 30 when this movie came that's out. amazing no he's barely they say like do you go to high school and he's like sometimes they should have just made him like a fucking weirdo i didn't like a well, 20 he, something year old until, weirdo. until that line we have no reason to believe he's a student he's just yeah. some guy they met at the quarry 
Yeah, he is just some He's guy. a 30-year-old man hanging out at the quarry. It's so weird the things they rush. Because they do that where they all have to go to this quarry, and they have like a couple characters who are just there. They have two, they like, have two characters who are... Yeah, there's... Okay, that's just another... Just quarry kids. They're yeah. just quarry kids. It's another thing we have to talk about, but I guess it's sort of goes into the it all ties into the big main big flaw which is that they have all the pieces here it's just they fucked up the execution yeah. uh this script is god awful um it is very bad to the to the point that what we're talking about is they all meet in the quarry which is where they find their power ranger coins uh you have jason and billy who go there because billy has like he used to go spelunking with his dad to look for treasure so they have like an acceptable reason why jason and billy would be there yeah uh, you know as as much as it needs to be um yeah and then but then kimberly shows up and she's like oh i just like to go hiking to clear my head and then trini shows up for the same reason yeah <laughs> i also like to go hiking to clear my head they couldn't figure out how to get these to five yeah. fucking kids and then, in the same and area. then zach as far as i know they never explain why he's there no well he's just like stalking he's the, just the, there the women yeah yeah <laughs> It's just Cory Punk. Yeah. Cory Punk. And that that's that's the way they find it is like they see the Who would have thought that they these kids would have found these crystals before anybody else? And then they and then they just it's it's coincidence. Because they that happens, they get hit by a train, and then the next day they meet and they're like, We're jumping over this cavern. Hey, let's go in the cavern. Yeah. Hey, there's a spaceship down here. And it's like, really? It's it was just in a cavern nobody has gone in that cavern before like you like, have to that like they had to wild. like yeah they had to fall like 300 feet through oh, like a water barrier i don't know there's it's it's a hidden spaceship but like it is but like it's still and the fact that they just happen upon it they have to keep happening upon right these things. it's all every every discovery in this film is just a like a, a katamari damasi like escalating ball of coincidence like that's yeah, all it exactly. is like and my favorite part is when they find the coins it's it's in like this this glass wall and as soon as they yeah. see that there's stuff glowing in there zach the rips this pick out of somebody's backpack i don't even know who brought the pick and just starts attacking the wall yeah. He's like, we got to get these things out. There's one for me and one for you and one for... Like, he's immediately like, let's rip these things out of the glass and divvy them up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess this is getting into how does this hold up. <laughs> My What I think works about this movie is Zach. Yeah, Zach's incredible. <laughs> he's a maniac. Yeah, he's just um, out of his mind. I, <laughs> I think a lot of what works is the, they, they knew to make the characters likable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they did an okay job at that. Um, I think they so. got Billy from Stranger Things in there. That's so uh, weird to see him in this it's movie. So weird. As I, uh, I, that's the only thing I've seen him in is Stranger Things. Also, I just saw the Elvis movie, which he's briefly in. Um, <laughs> but like the main thing I know him as is Billy on Stranger Things. So it's like, yep, I've seen him play a completely different kind of teenager. So it was really weird to. I don't. It was a like, jarring yeah. in this movie. <laughs> Not that he's bad. They, it's just it was just no, strange. no. It is. It's very weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got Princess Jasmine's there. Yeah, she's. I, I uh, thought it was interesting what they did. Oh, there's, there's. Okay, there's two things I want to mention about her character real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that they made her arc be that she was actually the bully, right? Like she was the one who was bullying kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked that. So that was. I thought that's. That like, oh, that's a cool idea. Again, but then they, they do a lot of good character work. It's just the problem is it's most of the movie. It's yeah. It's ninety minutes of the movie, and then we yeah. get twenty minutes of Power Rangers. But like, like later on when they're in their Zords, uh, she like dips like some of the gold I think, or like a putty arm onto the car of like the two girls who were kind of mean to her in the beginning. And she's like, yeah, that's what you get. And like flies away. I was like, didn't you just tell us that you like right? spread revenge porn of somebody through the school? Like, didn't you, right. didn't you just get through telling us that you were actually the bully? Like, why are yeah, we supposed to you... feel good about you ruining these, uh, these quote unquote just... bullies car? Right. You're just continuing. You're the just bullying. continuing to be a bully. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I thought that was really, I think, it's a, I think it's a good example of like the kind of, disconnect that this movie has like uh, like how it messes up its execution even though it has all these good pieces well i'm gonna point out a line uh by Mm -hmm. rita repulsa (laughs) where she ties them up and she says five little rangers 
tied up like a fish. I paused the movie and, <laughs> and paced around my house because I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what that what means. What does that mean? <laughs> tied up like a like fish. Like a fish? You know how fish you know are how tied fish, up yeah, all that, the time? That, that old shorthand that we all go to, yeah, just the tied up like a fish. What does that mean? Uh, I can't, can't hang out today, bro. I'm tied up like I'm tied a fish up right like now. like a fish. I mean, we should start saying that. You know, but that's like the level. Fifty that's Shades the of Grey. <laughs> she yeah. turns to Christian Grey and says, tie me up like a fish. Tie me up like one of your fish. Like one of your fish. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there, that's the main problem with this movie. There's little things. I like that he slapped the bully, which is a. That plant is a, and payoff, it yeah. turns out. It's a, it is both uh, an inc- a plant and payoff and an incredible flex. Yeah, it's a great scene. It's he a good scene, him actually. And the bully's like, did you just slap me? And, he, and, and it's like that, little things like that. They do charismatic things mm-hmm. um, that I would say uh, work. I think the, the nerdy kid teaming up with the jock kid, mm-hmm. them all meeting in detention and all being like, at low points in their life. These are all good instincts, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoyed um, the little friendship that happens, you know, at first between um, Jason and Billy. And Billy, yeah. Yeah. And Billy's backstory of his dead father. And B- they put Billy, they make him on the spectrum, which I don't know if that was the best idea, but it, it he he's makes him quirky. It's, it's of course, too... It's of the era, right? Like yeah. that's something they would do. Yeah. But he he's a very he's a very lovely character overall, and they're all very charismatic, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, also was Ziggy there? Did I see Ziggy in this? Uh, maybe. I don't know. That was that blew my fucking mind when they're like talking and Ziggy after he beats up the bully or the bully headbutts him. I'm pretty sure Ziggy is one of the fucking high schoolers. He's like talking to him in the cafeteria. He's got—he's uh, he's too old though. They, they couldn't have been him. I know that doesn't seem right. It but like, if you Ziggy. go back and watch the scene, <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But we do have two. Uh, they did have both um, Elizabeth Banks and David Denham in this movie, who are in Bright, right. Brightburn. Wait, what is that, Roy? Yeah, Roy's Roy. In this. Roy. Yeah. 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 He's fishing, fishing dad, fishing, fishing dad, dad Fisher, Roy. fisherman dad. Rita Repulsa, by pure coincidence, is found in the ocean. Yeah, just at the same time they discover the coins. Yeah, she's been down it, there for millions of it. years. They don't connect it at Not all. Not connected at all. She just gets brought up in a fishing net incidentally after millions of years. Yeah, these are kind of the problems. Yeah, it's a lot um, of this shit. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's just bad writing. In, in terms of, like, what did it do wrong, it really is was like, I think you guys had a lot of good instincts here. What you did wrong was you simply made a bad movie. Yeah. Like, like I don't I just make a better movie. And it's right. weird to say that because it's a silly bit, bit of feedback, but it's like, you needed someone who wouldn't write lines like, tied up like a fish yeah like, and there's a, there's like another maybe one. have a human maybe have a fucking human write your movie there was another uh, line that i that i um because i started to just like think about what this looked like on the page after a while like a, you know, after some of these lines there's another line where uh it's i think it's during that same scene that scene is just full of gems where she's got them tied up and rita says yellow has led you to your death because i'm going to kill you <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> uh, sure, man. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. I mean, no, it was not Ziggy, by the way. It was not Ziggy. Of course, it's not. It should have like, been, but it wasn't. So yeah, there's a lot of yeah, man. It's yeah, it's just it's it's yeah. po- very so, poorly. Like it's like the they got all the adaptation stuff right because this movie, bless its fucking heart, I think is like the first American-made kaiju movie that finally has some monster suplex another monster for christ's sake why did it take this long? right that's the thing is like when the monsters are fighting in this yeah it's fucking good like they have i enjoyed they, it they Once have the all the power rangers theme plays yes they like, even yes. play the fucking theme where all the zords are right like they have all the right pieces it's just the the thing that they fucked up was the actual filmmaking execution of this right. movie it's, it's 30 minutes of a good power rangers yeah 30 minutes that's it it's got the Angel Grove being attacked by a giant monster and the Power Rangers swoop in and it's a really awesome, cool fight. Kind of like I would say the the one X factor that we sort of touched on is there is the grittiness. So like 
the the like the opening title, the gritty Power Rangers title that comes on. Yeah, that was re- incredible. Oh my god, incredible. Uh, yeah, Rita Repulsa being treated like a fucking deadite. Like she's terrifying at yeah. first. Uh, when they're like on fire, and she's like, "I'm burning alive in my Zoid," and it's like, "All right, dial it back just a little bit, because uh, we don't need to be this fucking gritty." Yeah, but but I would say like overall, once they get once they actually turn on the like they get the fucking outfits on, and there's like this Tron Legacy music happening, I was on board. Yeah, the problem was it was thirty minutes left of the film. Yeah, you, I, I came alive so abruptly uh, and like yeah. I, like i'm not even a power rangers fan but as soon as like it's like and these fucking like zords running through and then they get in the giant yeah. megazord and suplex goldar i was like now we got a fucking movie <laughs> like, right they, and he does a goldar they they throw a german suplex with the bridge dave <laughs> like, yeah. it's incredible it's so fucking cool <laughs> it's so fucking cool it's such a like, I want a sequel of this because I feel like they could Ninja Turtles to it. Yeah. Where they realize, like, what they did wrong. Because this is... The other thing this is a symptom of is origin story, mm-hmm. like, disease that was happening around this time. Which is that feeling of, like, we have to spend a good amount of time on this origin story. Otherwise, no one will believe it. And it's like, turns out, you don't need to do that at all. You can just start the movie with them already being Power Rangers if you wanted to. You know, like it, it, it really didn't need to be. Exp- we didn't need a fucking Zord- Zordon killing the dinosaurs or whatever. Like we didn't need that gritty ass fucking origin and like, oh, like was Zordon gonna harvest their bodies? What was he needed them to morph so he could become alive? That was and really was like, unclear. It was. Like, I feel like he was gonna harvest their bodies. It was another. Well, it was another like coincidence moment because. They keep saying where it's like he needs like the grid, which I don't know what that is, but they need the grid to come alive so that Zordon can cross over from the wall and be alive again. But it will only come on if all of the Power Rangers are able to morph, but they don't really, they sort of say it has something to do with being a team, but they never really explain what exactly it is. And he um, also seems, un- he's weirded out by them being teenagers. Yeah, is and then like when Billy dies, spoilers. <laughs> Billy drowns, yeah. uh, and they but take he comes him back. Yeah, they take him to Zordon, and they're like, "Fucking use your alien magic to fix him." You got some. He's of that, like, right? "I can't." He's like, "I can't do that. I'm a giant Brian Cranston face in a wall." Um, and then Bill Hader as Alpha Five says, "I, I, I." Um, and then he sure does. He does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so while they're in there, just making this impassioned plea to bring billy back the grid just randomly comes on yeah uh, and i guess it has it's supposed to have something to do with them like finally becoming a team but it's super unclear and it just seems like more random occurrence like more coincidence they do the, yeah that's what makes it so frustrating because they yeah. keep telling them you'll become power rangers when you're ready when you become a team and um, but they never set a goal where no. they're like so it just happens when it needs to happen. It's eventually. like, yeah, it, it reminded me of um, in the newest Doctor Strange when America is finally able to control her power. It's like they spend the whole movie right. like, oh, when it's when it's right, you'll be able to. And it's there's that's that's just it. It's just as soon as yeah, she, they need like, it to. When, when it's right for the writers, yeah. you'll be able to. <laughs> Suddenly that's you just what it can. Is. And it's never like an accomplishment that's paid off. She just sort of suddenly just can control her power. And that's like exactly yeah. what happens in this movie. Yeah. We're definitely in our freeform talk because I, I, I think so. What I think happened with this movie, I have a theory, is that I think there was two competing minds. That's my thought, because it feels like whoever wrote this, like wanted something very weird and specific, uh, that wasn't, like they were too bogged down with the the details and wanting to really make the characters matter, but he spent ninety minutes doing that. And I feel like there were producers who kept like look tapping their watch and being like, you got to give us something. So they do like a quarry car chase, you know, like they don't, there was, there was at some point in the drafts of this that they needed to look at it and say, okay, we need to start from page one. Yeah. We need to start from a blank piece of paper Yeah, because we fucked this up. Yeah. And I think they kept adding to it more than they like trying to fix it. But like the truth is, is like you kind of needed just a fundamentally new story. Uh, 
I we needed that we needed that we needed whatever the story to be to get us Power Rangers thirty minutes in. Mm-hmm. That's what we needed, and they didn't know how to do that. That's what it feels like, and and they spent so much fucking time on like, ooh, they have to slowly discover their powers, and they do it. They do it in like. This is the stuff I like. I actually don't mind some of the directing in this. I like how, like, weirdly surreal some of it is. Like, they have this, like, missing time element. Yeah. Where they, like, they find, they get, they they find. I actually really liked that. Like, them, even though it's, you know, more coincidence. It felt alien. Yeah, like, them leaving the quarry and getting hit by a train and then them all just waking up in their beds and being like, what the fuck? Like, that was actually not bad. Like, I didn't mind that. Yeah. And, like, when Zordon, like, lifts them all in the air and they have that vision of Rita Repulsa and, like, stuff like that where, like, there's this weird alienness to it that Mm -hmm. I feel like the writer or whoever was in charge really glommed onto and thought was cool. And they're not wrong. The problem was that it really didn't need to be in this. No. We really needed them to be Power Rangers 30 30 minutes in at the longest. Um, Maybe the halfway point. But mm, even the halfway point, it's like, fuck, man. That uh, that's a little too late for me. But they were obsessed with this idea. And I think it's of the time, right? Because we had things like, I feel like Chronicle came out around here. Chronicle was a few years before, but I I know. Yeah, no, I, that, and that I know, scans for me. Well, you mention it because I know Max Landis's fingerprints are on this movie somewhere. Oh, really? I, I, I know. I know I don't. Okay, let me, let me, let me walk that back. I am fairly certain uh he wrote a one draft of this movie wow that is nuts that's true because that makes sense why Mm. this sucks yeah it would explain i mean and that the chronicle thing is like spot on first because the the how they find the shipping chronicle is how is power rangers like it seems like it, it seems like he was it seems like he was writing both at the same time and then spun Chronicle off into a different idea. <laughs> yep. So, all right. But anyway. Yeah, what I'm what I'm reading here is that there was... Oh, fuck. Yeah, this is the perfect storm of bad. So, they announced the film in 2014. Uh, Robert Orsi was attached to produce. Um, oh, he's the, he's the cursed blood guy, I think. Yeah, that sounds him and, right. Him and... Yeah, because he he did both uh, Star Trek Into Darkness and Amazing Spider-Man 2, I believe. Right. They got Ashley Edward Miller and Zach Stentz. Um, Miller worked on, he worked on um, X-Men First Class and Thor. Uh, and Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the script was rejected. Um, and then they got Max Landis. See, I, I have. Who, yeah. Yep, whose script was also rejected as the studio wanted a grittier tone is what they said really yep and so i i think max landis probably introduced elements but uh i don't know i'm seeing an article here about how his version would have been cool but i'm not gonna read it that's max landis Uh, apparently it captured the tone of the original series is what oh according to him according According to to him him. yeah yeah um and so like i bet it was pretty bad but like I bet that was where the, uh... yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here, I'm seeing. Um... All right, let's see. Uh, the director um, said it would be. Uh... Oh man, he says that it would. He wanted it to be completely playful and needs to be fun and funny. But like Project Almanac, it's going to feel very grounded at the same time. So yeah, they very much were like, okay, this is. This is what we're going with. This fucking uh, terrible, terrible idea. Like, it really is of its time. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, they were doing, yeah, Project Almanac and um, Chronicle and all that. And they wanted, like, teens get together, discover powers. And it's, like, gritty and weird. Fantastic, and they, they, Fantastic Four was around the same time, too. And it's yeah. they have a lot of similar problems. Yeah, Fantastic Four is also like they're barely Fantastic Four. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it takes it takes the last thirty minutes for them to actually do something, and so it was like this weird instinct that they had at the time that, it, to my knowledge, never worked. They kept trying it, and they're like, mm, "I wonder why these keep not working." We got to blame the director. We got to blame this and that. And it's like maybe you should have the superheroes. 
be superheroes. I think in in your fucking movie. I think I mean they're they're all chasing Nolan at this point. Yes, uh, and you know, and to an, think, and to well, an extent, think, Iron Man. Yeah, I think they are, but I think they are also chasing that Chronicle stuff because Chronicle was like a hit, right? It was yes, like, whoa, yeah. wow, and and they liked the subversion idea. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that like. You can't subvert something that you haven't made yet. Yeah, you know exactly. So yeah. they're like trying you to make to. these sub. <laughs> yeah, I man, I feel like we've had this discussion before, but yeah. Oh, I'm sure it's, it's you're you're trying to sub. It's it's my one of my complaints about uh, Zack Snyder's approach to the DC universe is he's trying to subvert uh, a mythology that he's not yet established. So right, it's like, and it's like it's like he wants to go straight yeah. to the Dark Knight Returns, but it's like the Dark Knight Returns came out after sixty years of Batman comics or fi- right. fifty it's like years. Start of with comics. the basics. Yeah, we got We got to establish it first, then you can like start to subvert it or like do the deconstruction. Like he wants to go straight to the deconstruction, and that feels like what we're doing with this. It's like no, give us right. the give us the colorful, goofy Power Rangers with these weird ass aliens. It needed to be more weird and more fun and 30 minutes short. Right. And this is why Marvel was such a breath of fresh air when it first happened. Because, like, Nolan's Batman, nobody realized, like, there's a bunch of reasons that worked. Yeah. And it's not just the tone. Mm-mm. Uh, and so he's Marvel... Al- he's also in the Batman suit at, at the halfway point in right, Batman Begins. He's, yeah, he still knows how to make a fucking action film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas, like, and then Marvel showed up and they're like, hey, what if we made movies that were fun? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I guess fun? they could be. I guess not yeah. every, not every superhero, and that I think that happened for a while too. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no, it didn't, because Spider Man was. A, never mind. I'm gonna. I walk that back immediately. But yeah, mm. after Nolan, it did feel like at least superheroes for, weren't supposed to be fun, and it was like you yeah. don't understand Batman. Batman. Batman's kind of the exception. Like it's yeah. like he's the one. I don't that's... need a gritty Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a gritty fucking everything. Yeah. Yeah. You make yeah. bat make Batman moody and sad. That's totally that is yeah. that is who that character is. Right. <laughs> but like, you know what you don't but make? Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, is they were trying to like it's it's that weird era that they were trying to do like gritty and real. Yeah. Um and it's like, first of all, gritty and real doesn't mean just make it darker. Doesn't just it has mean to be yeah. realistic. Doesn't mean and mute s- all the colors. Part one of the coolest things about the Power Rangers is the the the, the bright fucking yes. awesome colors i for a cracked article i color corrected the trailer i remember because it was like it's literally the, the colors that's what it's all about mm-hmm. and they made like a bleak muted one and it's like what the fuck are you doing yeah what do you what what is this so like it's it's a really it feels bogged down by its time where they were like we want to take our time with the origin you know, that's what the kids want. They want, like, a realistic, long... But then, of course, they didn't want to... They wanted to make it true to Power Rangers. And the problem is those two ideas just... They simply don't work together. No. And also, so it's, like, just make it silly then. Yeah. You don't have to... Because in the end, they made a movie that was boring and gritty and also nonsense. Yeah. And so it's, like... It, so that's just... If it it's was, just bad at that point. Yeah. If it was fun and nonsense, if it was like, what's the science? Eh, don't worry about it. Let's keep going. I'd be, I'd be delighted by that. It'd be fine because I wouldn't be thinking about it. Yeah. Um, also, where are Bulk and Skull? Yeah, where are Bulk where and are Skull? those they, two sons they, of bitches? They turn them into that one kid. Yeah, it did. should have been Bulk and Skull. It should. It's, it's like why? Absolutely. It's like why did it take them thirty years of Turtles movies to give us Bebop and Rocksteady? It's like right, why the again, fuck weren't they in that first movie? <laughs> I think they were just like it's it's they're too silly. They're too silly. We yeah. want we want them to be gritty. They do this whole thing like the <clears throat> yeah it's there's a, there's a lot of like gritty teen stuff in this. Her like stabbing that scissors into the wall, uh, cutting her hair. Which apparently made her hot that suddenly because everybody was like, "Ooh, that was really strange." <laughs> I did yeah. not understand. It's like they just wanted the Empire Records scene, but yeah. it didn't. It didn't make sense. Yeah, a bull gets a hand job in like the first ten minutes of this movie. Sure does, and boy, it's it's not yeah. not a great sign when like the first thing in your movie is a joke lifted from a Farrelly Brothers movie from 1996. Right. Also a close up of the dick. Yeah, we do they see do, a close up of the dick. Yeah. yeah. We get, see a like that's in this Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then like Roy from the office being like, I'm disappointed in you. And it's like, again, I like the instinct to make the characters uh, complex and have arcs like that. Like, yeah. I hate to say this, but like, yeah, with, uh, the bar has been lowered. It's like, good on you for doing that. Yeah. Good but on you for giving it. your characters identifiable wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but they made it also like weird and dark where like, yeah. Kimberly, yeah, she's doing like revenge porn on somebody. And it's like, Jesus Christ lighten the fuck up mm-hmm. a little bit yeah uh I, but like i said i didn't mind like i liked the idea that she was actually a bully but yeah it's like did it have yeah. to be revenge for her? <laughs> that's pretty serious right and again as we point out they do this character work but they also they also it, it's weird how the movie feels rushed and takes a while where it's like they still have to do like they go to the quarry and it's like the futurama joke where they do um the Wizard of Oz, and then Zoidberg just takes a cab, and he's like, it's me, the fourth one. <laughs> Where, like, there's literally four of them hanging out, and it's just fifth girls here now. Yeah, she just shows up. Yeah, yeah, they, like, yada yada. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what? so are you going to spend a lot of time on the characters or not? Like, which one are you actually going to do? Because you're only doing it a little bit. Um, or you're not doing it where it matters. Yeah, they did some. They did an interesting thing with Trini too, where they show the, she only she gets like I think they show the, her background eventually. Eventually, yeah. I th- she gets the least amount of attention in the movie. Uh, but yeah. they do a scene where she's at dinner with her family, and we kind of see like how it's really tense. And then she just straight up tells her her family because they're like, "Well, what did you, what did you do today?" And they're thinking, expecting a bullshit answer. And she says, "Well, I found an underwater cave with my friends, and now we're all superheroes with alien powers." Um, right. And then her mom gets really upset and slams a piss cup down and it's like pee in that cup now. So they, they, they introduce this, this interesting idea. It's like, Oh, so, okay. So like she's, I don't know, like a truant kid or has like some trouble with the law or so for every reason, she's clearly on probation and has to get piss tested. Right. Uh, so, Oh, that's a cool idea. But then we just never see it again. See anything right. else about it. So that was, I don't no. know if you're going to, again, it's, it's, I, mm. I guess it's all, all that is to say, if you're going to do it, do it. I don't know. It's there's this there's this tonal whiplash. Yeah. Like I I think one of the other things to blame, and we don't blame this movie nearly enough, and it deserves more blame, is the Transformers movie, because for whatever reason, Michael Bay was able to walk the line between this is silly, you know, Bumblebee and like pissing on you know they they piss on John Totoro. They sure do. And the parents are silly, but they're also able to make it like kind of gritty Mm -hmm. and the way he does that is mostly through the visuals and adding some like truly cool scenes like the realization that transformers are kind of creepy because they're they're like hidden uh and and, like and he was able to walk that line and maybe it was had to do with the property itself you know Mm -hmm. but then of course the later movies you get that whiplash where it's like racist toon robots and then like brutal fatalities <laughs> and you're like i feel yeah, it's i can't like, keep up with this the violence in transformers gets like pornographic yeah. <laughs> like it's but so first, it's so yeah. out of its mind <laughs> but the first movie was able to walk that line and yeah. i think it was it was shaky but it was and so i think of like the fantastic four remake where they do like they it's the wanting to have your cake and eat it too where they have like a scene where Dr. Doom blows up everybody's brains. Yep. And at the end, they're like, what should we call ourselves? The fantastic. And then cut to credits. And it's like, do you want me to be excited that they said it in your like gritty ass, like yeah, depressing fantastic four movie? Doom like, was are we ha- popping skulls in a hallway? Yeah. And it, it was so gritty and body horror. Yeah. And then it wasn't. And then they're like, mm, we're superheroes. And it's like, no, you, you can't do both. And this is kind of the same where yeah. it's like, they're they're blasting go go power rangers and it feels totally inconsistent for the previous 90 minutes mm-hmm. you've seen yeah and it doesn't mean that other character stuff can't be in it at all no yeah it just has to be a little more efficient it, it, more efficient and more tonally matched mm-hmm. um and actually like complete some of them would be nice i, I, Here's, I, I yeah. feel like we never get we get a little bit of full circle with trini but again she's like she gets the least amount of attention yeah, here's here's how I think I would do it. So we need to get them in a suit in half hour, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we front load that half hour with setting up their their stories, right? Uh, and then we have them find the the little dildos, and I don't know how you, I'd have them find it, but in I believe someone correct me if I'm wrong in the uh, show 
those dildos, uh, the little coins, are what activate their suits. Yeah. So you do a thing where you you don't even have to have the kids know each other uh, before they find the stuff. Maybe they, they're scattered. Maybe they were scattered in a, a, a bunch of places. I don't know. There'd still be some level of coincidence there. Maybe you have some sort of event that re- releases them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, have whatever gets Rita Repulsa back be some sort of explosive event that also happens to scatter these out or something like that. You know, like, have Rita Repulsa's origin not be a fucking fishing boat? Well, it's so... And ha- it's have like, it be that she was, like, frozen, she gets out, and so did the, these things. Well, she's got, her own, my, she's got her own little dildo, too, right? She's got the green coin, so it's, like, all right, it needed to be... Right, she's the original green... Yeah, yeah, she's the Green Ranger, which is, I think, what they were setting up. But, yeah. like... All you need to do is just have when when they find their coins and turn those coins on, that's what wakes her up. Like that's there you yeah, go. It's right there. You're right. And have Zordon do it and have it be like the idea that Zordon was just asleep essentially. Yeah. For all that time. He wakes up, he triggers it, and have the coins find them. Have them yeah, be, be sought it, out. Be it like I and I I thought it would again, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought in the show, it was sort of like that sort of Green Lantern thing where, like, the ring sort of seeks out who's, like, worthy. And I thought that's what I, I happened remember. with the coins in the show. but Right. But they don't do that. They have them find them. And then they say, like, it's fate if they had them. And it's like, no, they got they dug them out of a rock. Like, they didn't. They Yeah. So you have the coins find them. You have it be, like, kind of weird. You could do that disjointed alien feeling. And you have the coins become the suits on them. And, like, have the suits automatically bring them to Zordon, you know? So they're in the suits. Bam. They, they're, they like, uh, they can't control the suits. And the suits are on, like, you know, autopilot. And they bring them to Zordon. And Zordon's like, these are the ones you chose? And then we got a movie. We're going, you know? Yeah. Like, just just get them there in an in a efficient way that makes as much sense as it needs to. And have it be fucking fun. Uh. I don't know, man. It's it doesn't feel hard to make this, you know. No, or I don't know. Because the, the <laughs> lore doesn't need to make much sense. It's alien tech. It can yeah, fucking do whatever it, be, it needs to. You can hand wave so much in a, it. Really, is, yeah. it's kind of a gift to be asked to adapt something like Power Rangers. I would love to make a Power like, Rangers. It's yeah. so much of the logic you can hand wave. Like it's just like yeah, yeah. it's fucking magic. It's, sure, and there's so much <laughs> like, fun. Yeah. that you could have uh-huh. making it. So like. Yeah, you do that. You do thir- first 30 minutes, they're in the suits, they're in front of Zordon. Zordon's telling them what's up. And then they're having to, like, figure it out. And you can have the suits kind of... Like, they do this thing where they, they like, the, the things give them special powers. So, like, they're, they're, like, climbing up the walls like it's Twilight. You know, they're doing the Twilight climb and they're jumping and these <laughs> that, terrible CGI. That was very silly, them climbing. Yeah. <laughs> it was very it, silly. Yeah, make it be all the suit. And so what you have is a situation where then they all have a weakness, right? Is that if the suit is somehow disabled, suddenly they they have to be, you know, they're they're just fighting. And so you can have fun with that as the series progresses, where it's like they're training outside the suit for that reason. They're getting better, but the suit augments them. I don't know. It doesn't it really doesn't seem hard. No. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Uh but they made it so hard on themselves. And I, I think it's due to the era it was made. Like, I think this deserves a do-over, right? I, I, from what I'm reading, one's in development. And also, I'm looking at it like this movie still made $150 million. Jesus um, Christ. It's, of course it did. Its budget was like 102 so it wasn't like a success. But right. like it's still being a movie that was like not really well-liked by fans and did not didn't get love from critics either. So, you know, by all... It says it purposes a bad movie still made $150 million shows. It's like there's people, plenty of people out there want a Power Rangers movie. So right. the, the cynical version is it's they can do whatever they want and people will see it yeah. because it's a property. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But you're right. is it, it comes down to people where like, yeah, I'm we're, the generation we're of that age where like we all grew up with it. Make it. Yeah, do it. Make it. And don't, yeah. don't fucking chicken out just be right. weird and goofy because that's what the that's what it is like, yeah. like what do you you can't don't we don't need they, you to make everything into batman yeah they and again it's this like whiplash where it's like one scene they're drowning billy and they're crying and then the credits they're doing a cover of i got the power and it's like come on guys yeah, what pick is a this? lane yeah 
they did another cover in this. What was it? It was um Oh five. shit. It's it's um it's while it's while they're taking dead Billy's body. Um Stand by me. It is. Stand, stand by, me. by me. It's a sad stand by me. It's incredible. Yeah. What a dumb fucking thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, I did. Uh, I did. I did notice it. <laughs> yeah. That's really where things get bleak. There's like, there's like, they they keep doing the like the low point, but they they have like three. There's low like points. so many low points. Yeah. Yeah. This this movie is ninety minutes of the. The, these teens just getting kicked in the throat and then yeah. they get to be power rangers for and 18 being told minutes how not ready there yeah, yeah exactly they get 18 minutes of joy to the point where so the to audience. the point where billy literally dies yeah <laughs> like they just that is, keep getting beaten down <laughs> it's really funny because that starts with them being like come on guys Rita Repulsa's at the docks. Let's go kill her by the docks. Which is f- funny in itself of like imagining the Power Rangers just like shanking her at the yeah, docks. Yeah, they show up with AR-15s. Classic, yeah, <laughs> classic dock scene in Power Rangers. But then it's just like hard cut, Billy is dead. Yeah, she beats the shit out of all of them yeah, and drowns their friend in the harbor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, y'all deserved that one. <laughs> Yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, exactly. kill her. Like they don't let's go kill this witch, right? They don't say like let's go take her. You know, like let, let's go stop no, her. Take her down. It's, like, it's specifically let's her. go kill Rita, and she fucks yeah. them up bad. Yeah, quote <laughs> kill. Like he want. He's like we're gonna kill this lady. We're gonna we're, us together. Uh, best summer ever. We're gonna go kill a woman by the docks together. Kill a woman we've never met because a giant Brian Cranston head told us to. <laughs> Brian Cranston is killing it, by the way. If there was ever a character that should have been continued, like Zordon is serious in the show, so like that was a good instinct, like a serious Brian Cranston. Again, the uh, casting they, is fine. Like this, this, yeah. this movie has a good Bill cast. Hader, like yeah, as uh, Alpha. Yeah, like, Bill Hader's exactly who you would want to be Alpha yeah. Five. Yeah. It's just I wish I. That's what I mean by do over too. Is like keep the cast exactly the same, and just have a better writer and better producers like it really starts with the producers here because they clearly were like we want project almanac yeah and it's like why what what the fuck is wrong with you guys and boy i hope they learn that lesson i hope it's not the same producers being like okay so we did the gritty thing that worked right we're all gonna we all agreed to make it gritty again yeah yeah let's do that like i really hope they actually realize what went wrong here going into this <laughs> next one but we'll see many many things <laughs> many things well it was really the it's the one thing and then it all stems from that but yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So i'm still i had never put it put that sequence of events together in my head but it is just like let's go kill her to get to the dock hard cut billy is dead <laughs> yeah we have killed billy <laughs> the, the the best of us all right like the one who's like Who's like already lost his dad? His mom is like really, you know, right? And he's they, just he loves his mom, and he's, he's just he's just he's, a nice guy. Yeah, he's endlessly kind. He never loses his temper at anybody. Drowned in yeah. the harbor. <laughs> Drowned in the fucking harbor by a gold by a witch. space witch. Yeah, that you all that you teens thought you were gonna easily dispatch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but she tied them up like a fish. <laughs> she sure did, Dave. Yeah. Trust him up like a mackerel. Yep. You Classic. Know, fish always getting tied up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie is like, I find it very frustrating. It is. Because it's yeah. like, I, yeah, there's a good movie here that they just. Well, it was. It, it refused to make. I think this movie to me is the epitome. It's the rock bottom of this era. Yeah. Uh, it is when it's like. You're well, making a Power Rangers that's gritty. You have lost your way. Like that is that is bad. Conceptually, bad idea. Conceptually, I agree. I still think like Fantastic Four is worse. Is a worse movie than this. Uh, oh, for sure, that's a worse movie. But like Absolutely. this, this certainly I think stands as a more stark or I guess profound example of like that. Yes. The, the the era sort of ruining the property that it's trying to right because. I can see a Fantastic Four subversion yeah. where they make it like Cronenberg, which yeah. was one part of the intent. Yeah. I don't think that's appropriate until you've made 
a normal one first, like we were talking about. But I can see that concept mm-hmm. working down the line. Uh, this, it's like there is no gritty way to make a Power Rangers like, this movie is th- unless you change it fundamentally. Yeah, this is a 30 Rock joke. Yeah. Like that's, It really is. Yeah. It's honestly, it's a cracked Photoshop contest. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and I think it's we what, probably what did it before. What gritty reboot yeah. is next? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and they made it. It's so obviously bad and he, that had these executives talked to a single person who grew up with Power Rangers, they would have said, no, don't do that. Absolutely don't do that. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. They didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And in fact, it sounds like they rejected scripts that were trying to do that, even if they were written badly by Max Landis. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've read some of his scripts. They are... Mm. They're not great. They're not great. They're not, no. they're, they are... Mm. <laughs> yeah. Again, I guarantee there was some terrible shit that... Yeah. The article I read from was from an earlier, simpler time where we didn't know who Lex, Max Landis was. And we didn't have that pattern yet. Like, remember that brief moment where it was like, this, the new, new hotness. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, I don't think he's a good writer. And then we read a little more about him. It was like, oh, even if he was a good writer, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a sex pest. Oh, no. Yeah. But he had that, like, brief moment. Brief, brief moment. And that's, I think, this, this article is from Gizmodo, and it's like, it's like, his version would have been awesome. And it's like, I don't know if that's uh, true. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Orsi left the project to work on Star Trek Beyond, and that shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a great era. No, that's, it really is. Star that's Trek a, Star Tr- shit, too. That's another one. Star where Trek's like, another example of like having all the right pieces, because like those, those, that cast is great. <laughs> and then, yeah. This was, yeah. In terms of blockbusters this was a bleak era this is this a bad is like, era for blockbusters it's like two, yeah yeah it's like the early 2000s where it's like yeah there's some good ones but then there's mm, this, is really all, sh- this is really bad like, ones yeah right? this is around that we're starting to get like some of the the bad marvel movies too like thor yeah. the dark world and age of it, ultron ev- right even thor was like we should be gritty and yeah it's like, no, it's like, no you shouldn't it it was like an infection that yeah. hit movies where they're like you know what people want serious gritty superhero movies absolutely not what <laughs> no, the fuck no we don't i don't want to see know we, i don't want to see thor frown at shit yeah you know what we need in our star trek movie 911 imagery yeah like, and please false stop. flag attacks <laughs> yeah for the you, love of you fucking god fucking maniacs <laughs> yeah i mean there's Jesus a false flag attack Christ. in star trek 6 sure uh, but uh, yeah it's <laughs> it yeah i don't know uh, Star Trek can be serious. It's just boy. oh no, no, we're not. I'm not saying Star Trek isn't serious. It's it's just yeah. It was it's yeah. It's not great. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, the Star Treks are okay. I would say they're okay. Beyond, I only saw once, and that one really felt like it was such a weird third film mm-hmm. because it felt like a one-off. Like it felt like an episode of a TV show. Yeah, it felt like an episode of Star Trek. Right. <laughs> so. But, like, not a good episode, not a, necessarily. Not, a, not the best episode. There's still goofy shit in it that doesn't quite yeah. work. But, like, that, I think that might be the one that I actually liked the most. Yeah. But I only saw at it no once. point, at no point do I need Captain Kirk to do, like, cool bike jumps. Like, motorcycle jumps? At, no, yeah. Absolutely at no not. point do I require that. Nope. Don't but, need that. But that, uh, that's for, for, I guess, another episode. That's for another episode of Bad Adaptations, I suppose. Yeah. We should wrap this up. Yeah. Um,. Fascinating film. If and people haven't seen it, literally fast forward ninety minutes in, and you will not have missed a thing. It is excruciating to the point where it's like you'll you'll be at like the eighty-eight minute mark, and you'll be like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. This movie is crap. And then the final yeah. action sequence will start, and you'll be like, Oh, I get it. Like this is the, yeah. this is the fun part. Okay, it, it's not just the fun part. As you pointed out, it's kind of ahead of its time with the kaiju stuff. Yeah, uh, and it's it's. It's like, man, that's so frustrating. This should have been the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so frustrating because when it's good, it's good. Yeah. I think it's quite fun. 
when they're actually doing the the action shit. Yeah, is it? It's probably kind of like it's probably shot badly. I don't remember. I, it's I not. It's not it, shot terribly, but it's not shot great. It's just you know. It doesn't matter. Doesn't I was matter. too busy watching Power Rangers. Yeah, it doesn't shot. matter because it's a fucking I don't know two hundred story robot suplexing a gold monster. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, shit. That's it, I guess. Yeah. Uh. Big thank you to Grumblebee. Uh, this was a good pick on Grumblebee's part. I was when he said to do Power Rangers, I was like, "Fuck yes!" Because it's been long enough that I was like, "I'm I'm legitimately excited to watch this." Uh, not so much after watching it, but you know, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's dimmed somewhat. Yeah. So thanks, Grumblebee. Uh, this was done through our um, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. Uh, there's a bunch of tiers where you can get custom podcasts. You can also, for just $5 a month, get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Uh, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night as well. A uh, bunch of good stuff on there, so check it out. Yeah, slap your peepers on it. Um, we yeah, also slap your penis on there. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, your little, your little uh, your, your colored dildo from the stars that makes you a Power Ranger. Just slap it on yeah. there. Yeah. Um, we also have a store head over to gameplayemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts stickers masks mugs posters i don't know all sorts of things check that out <laughs> yeah and uh I, I don't know google the scene where she gets slapped into space it's pretty sweet yeah yeah they did they again they try to gritty it up where they like she gets frozen in space i wanted to see her just like slam into the moon well i watched right? all just through like the, a meteor I, yeah i watched all through the credits because i was fully expecting a, a post-credit right. scene of her landing on the moon um no. but it doesn't happen but they do a tommy tease and they're like they do there's a tommy gonna, tease yeah they're like there's gonna be another one and it's like no there's no, not no there is not <laughs> i have some bad news for yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> all right it's like the end of mac and me where Max hideous parents <laughs> are like, we'll see you in the sequel. No, you won't. Absolutely you not. Will not. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will fight you to to the bitter end on that yeah. one. I will burn every movie theater in this country to the ground. Yeah, we we do not want to see you again. You fucking monsters. <laughs> uh, All right, let's be done. All right, bye. Bye.